Well, they 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 want to get close up, get personal. Why you gotta be the first to know? Why hit them high, miss them? Yo yo, check this out. This is MC Light, your host, Miss Denia. Like I, was, I thought I was the first guy to start rapping fast 
and so I heard Bone Thugs and Harmony and Twist, and I was just like, oh, oh, okay, okay, well maybe I should listen to these guys and hone my skills, and you know, you know, we started getting into it, but you know, we didn't know about a lot of it, so we had a lot to catch up on when we got to that point. Right. But it's just the love of the music; we just feel good doing it. And you know, if you can tell in our videos, just have fun, you know. And even on our shows, we just have fun. And even on these interviews, we still have fun, you know. So <laughs> I mean, it's just what it is, you know. It's the it's just a beautiful thing. I don't know what the world would be without music. And, you exactly. know, just doing the music, it just, it just sets up everything for us. You know, everybody just goes up and loves the music. And music is the tone. Music is yes. the emotion. What what sets you in your tone throughout When you work out, what do you listen to? Music. When you go to school, yep. what are you trying to listen to? Music. When you're moving yep. around on public transportation, what are you trying to listen to? Music. When you're trying to pass through, you're listening to music. When you're in church, you're trying to listen to music or somebody's doing some kind of musical pattern. It's all just a feeling and emotion. You just go through it and you just, it's just a feeling that, you know, we just can't let go. We get inspired by pretty much anything, to be honest. I mean, you think about these beats that we wrap off of with these other rappers Mm -hmm. that get on there and we try to remix it. It's a whole different thing when we get on there and put our whole twist on it. And that's just what inspires us. Wow, that's what's up, though. That's definitely what's up. And I think that's what I try to explain to people, that music is life. You literally can't do anything without music. No matter what no, you do, you hear it in, even in movies, commercials, music is life. It's just There's just no other way. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yes, so who would you guys say is your favorite artist? Well, we have... Uh, we have a similar interest, but um, for myself, it would definitely be Nas. Because um, mm, okay. talk about Nostradamus, I Am, uh, right. Philmatic, Godson. You know, the guys, just, his flow, I really kind of, the main reason why I started rapping was because of the first time that I heard him. And it was right. really because Stepsister uh, actually had a pre-OW album. This is how I found out about this. Because, again, we okay. weren't listening to rap like that when we were kids. And the last song on the 3OW album was the No More Remix featuring Nas. And I'm like, who is this guy here? And he's just right. flowing on the track. It's just like he was rapping since birth. And I was like, man, I want to rap like that because it sounded like a prophet or a poet. And it just it just it moved me in that way. And then I ended up getting one of, I ended up getting Stillmatic. And then I just had to start collecting everything else. And then from there, okay. That was that was definitely my favorite artist and somebody that inspired me. But I'll tell you who inspired Terrell. It was definitely Paul Thugs and Harmony. I would definitely really? say that that's probably his favorite group. Uh, a lot of people, they think, they automatically... Uh, they think I try to, you know, I, I, I stem my style from Twister, but I, re- I really I really tone my style from, from Bone Thugs. Bone. If you notice, I don't try and rap fast on everything. If you If you think about it, Justin actually writes faster than I do. I right. kind of break my 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 bars up a little bit more when I'm rapping, and it's kind of like a pause here, a pause there. Only difference between me, I don't do like the harmonies like Bone Thugs does. That's the only difference. The only difference that uh, somebody probably could pick out that really really listens. But you know, right. if it was to compare, I wouldn't even compare the styles. I would think that it's just my own style. But people are just so uh, set into what they hear on the radio and what they hear before. Mm-hmm. You know, just like when I hear Justin. I hear Nas and Eminem, but you know, right. yeah. you know from Justin, I know he didn't even, he didn't even know who they were <laughs> when he started rapping. So you know, <laughs> right. it's just, 
it's a whole different thing, but who do you take influence from? So it's definitely both of the harmony with me. But I was a Twister fan, but I wasn't one that was taking influence from, you know, his style and, and trying, okay, do it just like him and stuff like that. It was really fun right. with me. Okay. Cool, cool. Definitely. So what would you guys say would be your absolute dream collaboration? Uh, I think it'll be both of the harmony or not. <laughs> no, to be honest, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I can't, I don't know what will be the dream collaboration, but I would say I would really want to make, make a song with, with J. Cole. I would really like to, to be honest, both of the harmony are my favorite, is my favorite group, but to make a song with them is kind of like when, you know, like the Joakim Noah looking up to KG all his life, and he plays against them, it's a whole different thing. I don't know. I just can't see it happening the way I will, you know, I will want it to. I just don't know how it will turn out. But I know if I sign with J. Cole, it will be kind of like, oh, he's going to pull something different out of me. And that's all it is. It's just about, you know, trying something new and being inspired to do something different from what you're doing. And uh, on the album, you know, I switch up my style and Justin switches up his style all throughout. So definitely when uh, that album drops and we're going to, Definitely try and put an extra um, boost on getting that date locked down for uh, mid to late February, and we're going to be previewing that album on this next Legacy Radio. Uh, yes. Hopefully we can uh, <laughs> we can get that out to the show, uh, you know, the world, what we've been working on with our originals and things like that. Huge shout-out to our manager, Pierce Henry. Um, huge shout-out to Danny Froze, uh, everybody that's been, been taking part with uh, everything with the project, and I don't want to call it uh, an album or a project because we still don't have a solid name. But me and Justin were just Bang. thinking, like maybe Twin Stars is a great name for the album. What you think? <laughs> you said Twin Stars. I like that. I really do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I know. I was reading a little bit about you know your name. So, could if you guys could kind of explain how you got your name? Okay. Well, it started off where, um, of course. I was rapping when I was nine, and Jarrell, he kind of caught on when we were 12. But um, we were actually competing against each other prior to um, being a group. And we were in the Boys okay. and Girls Club of Chicago Heights. And uh, right. the director, rest of the uh Miss Boyd, she was actually, uh, she said, no, you guys are twins. You guys should actually do something together because I think it would be cute if you guys come together. So she's thinking about it from the standpoint of these, yeah, these little kids, you know, they're not trying to be rappers against each other. They should be together. So we ended up doing. We ended up writing a song together, and uh, we ended up performing it. And to this day, it still is our our best performance from our point of view because it's never anything like the first time. Right after that right. show, then uh, you know the talent show was over with. Then uh, our mom, she was just like, you know, you guys are my twin stars, and uh, she pretty much she gave us the name Gemini Twins. Gemini actually okay. means the constellation of twin stars. So then that's the meaning behind it. It's not that our birthday lands upon it because if our birthday is today, and going by the horoscope, the zodiacs, and that would mean that we would be Aquarius. But we had to bring it more of a deeper meaning. Everybody's expecting right. it to be a very simple meaning, but then if you have some artists that are very deep, then their name has to be deep, and everything else mm-hmm. they do has some type of extra um, little something to it that can be able to make people really think. It can be a conversation piece. So Gemini means the constellation of twin stars. Gemini, that we are twin stars, and that's pretty much the meaning for the name. And I think that that's the best 
name that we possibly can be able to give ourselves all together. I guess I definitely think it sounds a lot better than Aquarius Twins. <laughs> right, because I was like, wait a second. <laughs> That's really cool. And, yeah, and I was like, Mhm. Yeah, because like I was looking at the meaning, I was like, okay, that's actually that's actually really nice because you think about it, and so many groups kind of just you know play around with their name, but to have something that really means something and that that's genuine, and you know, and giving to you by your mom is like it's it's really dope. So. Right. Right. And it's, it's definitely so something that we, how you're always gonna have. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So how in the world did you guys get hooked up with YouTube? How did all of that start? I got to give some huge shout-outs. So basically I was just a fan. I would get on YouTube and I would say, like, you know, we never never going to post any videos on there. But I just posted a video because I saw how people were just doing covers on, on YouTube. And one right. in particular, I don't know if you were familiar with Angela and uh, Eric Stanley. But Eric Stanley is a violin uh, uh YouTube sensation and Angela, she does more like uh, you know R and B and soul type music and uh, she does some hip hop too. But she she's a, a dope singer and she plays the guitar and things like that. And I just fell in love with one of her live uh, you know videos and she did a live you know no mic you know no nothing. I could just see everything that she's doing and it just it just made me appreciate her talent rather than hearing something on wax and being like you know hey can she really freestyle hey can she really do this. I really do that. How's her voice, you know, before it's mixed and things like that. I just got to see it on the raw tone. And I just fell in love with it. I was just like, you know, maybe we could start doing that. So if you notice, the first uh, video that was posted was just me by myself. And Justin, okay. he was afraid to get on there because he didn't want <laughs> really? people to be just taking his lyrics. Yeah, he, he was like, you know, oh. oh, man, you know, I don't want people getting on there, you know, taking my – taking my lyrics, and then, you know, I spit some on an album or a mixtape, and, you know, they take it. But what was good with right. YouTube, after our lyrics go on up there, as long as we type in the lyrics, you know, uh, Google just took over YouTube. So that's yep. the only reason why Justin got on there doing it. And from there, you know, we just, <laughs> we just got on there together. But it didn't jump off immediately. You know, we, we posted right. and then posted and posted. But then uh, we started having a lot of people shout us out, like literally shout us out in videos. And then it went on to people sharing our videos. And, you know, long story short, we're, we're at the point we're at now. And, of course, we're still not at the point that we want to be. But, you know, it's, it's definitely progress. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it, it was crazy because, like, I remember I connected with you guys when you first got on Twitter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And right. so we had been going right. back and forth, and I saw some And that's, that's, I saw before, the, that's before the video. Way before mm-hmm. the video. Right. Yeah, way before <laughs> Well, well, consistently. We didn't have a lot of them up there. We probably had, um, actually, you know, when we posted a video, like, we were really, like, when it comes to promotion, like, promoting the video, like, I, I would hit up every, it was so funny, I would hit up everybody that had a hashtag, no hands, hashtag, whatever song we remixed, I hit them up and said, hey, check this out, blah, blah, blah. A new group just starting out on YouTube and this and that. And, you know, a lot of that, you know, I wasn't spamming the people, I was just hitting them up when they wanted it. And uh, a lot right. of those people are fans today, and it just just went for the next thing. But we'll be working like three videos. <laughs> we'll post three videos, and then just work the mess out of them. And then next three weeks, we'll post another three and work the mess out of those. And that's just how we did it. You know, we didn't post and then just let the views just count, and we good to go. You know, we used to work the mess out of them, just posting them everywhere. 
Yeah, we had a lot more freedom on YouTube back then, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> very, very true. So what would you say, um, being a Chicago artist, what has been your biggest drawback here? Uh, biggest drawback? Uh, I wouldn't say we had any serious drawbacks because a Chicago artist, uh, you know, more so tested than anybody else. Like, if we... We've you know we've traveled around we we we've, we've been in you know overseas we've been you know at, you know numerous places in the U S and it, it, it's just a different atmosphere. I wouldn't say it's better. I wouldn't say it's worse because every place has their their their, their bad things and their good things when it comes to you know uh, the challenges that you'll go through and the the career that you you choose. It, it depends on you know what you look for as a a pet peeve, but you know one that really particularly. Uh, look at us is I I don't you know like maybe I don't know I don't, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't speak on you know basically like something that that's bad in Chicago but it's a different atmosphere I'll say everywhere else is a different atmosphere in Chicago it seems like everybody's after theirs until uh-huh. you can get them something so when it comes to a situation like you know um, with our situation where we got you know thirty five thousand. Uh, Thank, thank, thank God that we got thirty five thousand from people sharing our videos and things like that. You know, it comes where you know people hit you up that you hit up before, and they hit you up like you never hit them up. And it's kind of like when that mentality keeps going. Now you know, the, if we were in the same mindset as them, we wouldn't even respond to them or we won't right. hit them back. And that's what everybody in Chicago has as that mentality. When somebody mm. blows up. Everybody's hitting them up, but then when everything slows down, they're hitting the next person up that blows up and like, hey man, you know I need uh, I need you to help me get back on, and they like, right. hey, I hit you up when I wasn't popping. Now I'm popping. Why would you get me up now? You know, and that, it's right. just a, mm-hmm. it's just a cha- it's just a change that's constantly going on. And I just feel like that's the mentality. It's like the survivor mode type thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna get mine, and that's it. But you know, everyone else in other places, they they are really like, oh, I'm going to just stick together because I know what the ultimate goal is. So we just surround our people with, know what, you know, surround our people, uh, surround ourselves with people, right. you know, that know the ultimate goal, you know, know what they're going to get out of it. Know hey, if they pitch in this talent that they have that they do really good, not just pitching in everything because it's, you know, promotion is not for everybody. Music's not for everybody. It's just not. Exactly. So people have to know their right. points are and weak points are. And they bring their strong points, they'll, they'll be fine. And they'll be eating just the same as the person that's out in the spotlight is eating. So, uh, fortunately, we're at the forefront of the, the, the group. But, you know, it's people like our manager that puts in work, you know, constantly. It's people like, you know, all the artists that we work with that put in work, producers, you know, uh, engineers. You know, you, you, you talk about, you know, every manager that's getting a connection with our manager, you know, all these people that's doing this stuff, radio personalities, everybody that's doing this stuff, like say like if, you know, we blow up, um, anyone else uh, that probably, like say like if you did an interview with Kanye the week prior before he blew up, chances right. are 70% of that, you know, that chance he probably won't get on your radio show when you hit him up and say, hey, you know, I, I, right. I need an interview from you, blah, blah, blah. And he'll probably right. say, oh, okay, I'll do it, and he won't never get around to doing it. And, uh, you know, it's a whole different thing with us because we've been on both sides of the spectrum. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. So I have someone on here. I have the owner of Next Legacy, Mr. I Am Brandon, is in the building. Here's a couple questions for you guys before we play your music. Okay. I Am Branded. What's up? How's it going, Brandon? Man, I'm I'm good, man. Life is good. Listening to y'all, uh, I ain't got no complaints. What's up with y'all? <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. We all good. We are all good. Lord, just dropping blessings on us. No complaints. Hey, that's that's what that's what's up, man. As it should, as it should. I mean, I hear y'all grind. So, hey, look, I got a couple of questions. So, all right, I'm listening to y'all, and you know, good vibe, definitely a. Shout out to, uh, you know, y'all hustling, what y'all trying to do and stuff. So one of my questions is when it comes, like, there, there's, like, 500 million rappers out there. Everybody want to get put on. Everybody want to blow up. Everybody want to do, you know, something. And, 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 you know, it's a log jam at this, at this particular genre of music and hip-hop or whatever. So my question is how, how do y'all see or where do y'all fit in a, a, such a crowded um, genre of music, and what will separate you guys from being just like everybody else? Well, Next legacy, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't fit in, and that's what separates the whole thing. We don't fit in. We don't fit in with any anything that anyone else is bringing, because people get the misconception that because we don't use profanity in our music, we don't degrade women. And we don't talk about, you know, guns and all the stuff that, you know, everyone else is talking about. We just talk about what we know. <laughs> you know, they had a misconception that, hey, we're gospel mm-hmm. rappers. Or, you know, when they hear that we don't talk about that stuff, they don't want to hear it. But then when they hear our stuff, they're like, oh, that's nice. But then at the end of it, they'll realize, man, like, dude, they, they, ain't, they ain't cussed not once. And it's, it's kind of, it throws them off. It really does throw them off uh, because... You know, in a situation like this, it's not a lot of rappers that could be on a Disney channel with their song full out without an edit and then also be on MTV. So it's just a whole thing. Hey, I ain't heard no rappers on the Disney channel at all like that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I haven't heard. You know what I'm saying? And when it Very comes true. Down to it, it's also another thing that can be able to set us apart because we don't necessarily have to really always go over everything when it comes down to, okay, these guys are clean cut. Do they curse in their music? No, they don't curse in their music. Are they, you know, there's all these different things that are added on to it. But this is one of the main things that's really a big difference is that, look, we are MCs. It's a big difference in the game right now where it's a different era of music. And it's not necessarily putting any disrespect out to a lot of the artists that are out here right now, but the first three people that you would think when it comes down to the real pure hip-hop music that's bringing, bringing a good vibe and essence to the music is a Kendrick Lamar, a J. Cole, or a Drake as the top three, and then you have everyone else like a J. Electronica, B.O.B., and other people like that that are really putting in work. But one thing that can be able to set us apart is that we're actually MCs, and the MCs are going to stand out because an MC is not only a person that does pure hip-hop, an MC is somebody who knows how to control the crowd and control uh-huh. the demographic and be able to make their presence known when it comes down to what it is they're trying to put out. Every message that needs to be put out, people like a J. Cole or a Drake, they know how to be able to put that message out in whatever way they need to. Drake, for example, he has a very, very prestigious fan base that goes along with the female fan base demographics. 
but he knows how to put out certain messages and be able to switch it up. And when it comes down to where he really has to spit and he really has to put down bars, and that's when he's really going to go in and put down bars. J. Cole puts out a lot of very deep stories and a lot of big messages and a lot of his music, and people go so crazy for his album. How did his album do those numbers without any promotion? It didn't have any single. As everyone saw, it was only that intro where he was riding his bike um, down the street of Forest Hills Drive. The reason why is because he's real music, and when it's a Bentley, it, it doesn't need any rims. It doesn't need any extra plasma screen TVs in the, in the Bentley. Mm-hmm. It's a Bentley. So when it's right. a Bentley, it sells itself. Real music sells itself. So then the main thing that we're pretty much, we, we know that we're set aside from everyone else, and we can out-rap a whole group of 20 other rappers that are supposedly signed and supposedly supposed to be the next coming. We know that we okay, can look, be able to... Okay, look, right stop do- right there, because you just said something that, that kind of leads into what, what I wanted to bring up. While you're saying this, mm-hmm. and you're mentioning J. Cole, you're mentioning Drake, and that's cool. You know, they, they pretty much... You know they they they're they're doing their thing. I'm not gonna hate on their talent. I'm not gonna you know say that they're they're doing a disservice to to the culture. But my my thing is this: when you mention them, and there and there's some people on the block like y'all, like you said, y'all the baddest dudes right now going that should be able to get some shine. But there's a lot of people, not just you know mainstream ish, the fan base, you know, and I kind I kind of consider some of the fan base lazy because that's all they want to buy. They want to buy J Cole and they want to buy Drake though. But you know, some of them might be turned off. Or not turned off by the music, but just loyalty. Or they just feel like, okay, well, let me just go check it out, but not support it. So my thing is, what defines what defines y'all success? Is it being on a level like Drake, or you have your own definition of success? Well, that is a very good question altogether. Um, the difference between us and them is that we're going to be still doing our thing independent. At this point right now, we're actually signed to ourselves. So then we're not necessarily looking for radio to be behind us or we're not looking for any labels to find us because we know where mm-hmm. both of those routes go. And we know that the situation can be a lot better if we're in control of it all. So then the main thing that we want to be able to do is be in a position where we can be able to feed our families and be able to live a lifestyle where we can be able to do the music for a living. Um, and that is pretty much, at this point right now, our our definition of the success altogether that what we can be able to see. The main thing is every single time that we come out with a project, we want to be able to take hip-hop to another level and be able to pay the homage to it. Because you did bring up a point, is that they call Drake, Kendrick Lamar, and the people that I named, they're not the only ones who do hip-hop. They're not the only ones that are really good. It's a lot of guys that are a lot better than them. But they're just they're just the face of what people think hip hop is and what have you, um, because they're the best that's out there when you talk about mainstream. But we're just gonna try to change the game altogether. I think that um having a fresh type of uh change up like a, how Nas did with Illmatic or like Tribe Called Quest did with their first album, uh, things like that, I think that that's something that we're very much capable of doing. It's just all about doing it. Okay. I like that. That's a good answer. 
you know, if I if I had a clap button, I'll clap. But you know, I'll do that with my hands right now. So you know, that's solid. That's good. Now, I mean, I, I appreciate realism, but you know, at the same time, like you know, I'm I'm hearing y'all talking. Like I said earlier, it's a log jam, and then and I'm pretty sure y'all keep tabs on you know how people's records are moving throughout the uh throughout the culture right now when it comes to uh. You know, just just in general, because last year Katy Perry was the only uh, platinum artist. There was no, there was no hip hop in that category that reached that plateau when it was so easy a couple of decades ago. And you know what I'm saying, Deny, you could you could run some music, but I want to I want to come back and ask y'all just about the culture and the fact that you know people then tend to get a little lazy when it comes to support. And you know, I just want y'all's opinion on it and what we could be able to do to kind of right that ship. You know what I'm saying? So, deny, run the music, do your thing. It's your show. I just, uh, I just wanted to say hello and ask a couple of questions. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just go ahead and do your thing. I, I go, you know, y'all, you got get me, get me started with talking about hip hop and the culture, man. I, I'm, I'm from the old school, damn it. I love, I love the essence of it. I love, I love my female MCs, and we can talk about that too. I'm just, you know, I'm missing all this, man. I, you know, don't, don't get me fired up tonight. Oh, I will love it. Don't get him fired up right now. I swear, he don't take up the whole time. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't get me fired up. But yeah, y'all do do your thing. I want to hear some of his music, and you know what I'm saying. We can come back, we can mix it in. Yes. So, since he actually really introduced it, why don't y'all talk about clap for me real quick before we play that? See, and that was a okay. nice segue, by the way. So, just it was. To say Thank that. you. <laughs> this one right here. This is actually. Um, the track uh, was actually produced by SF Vibe Beats. This guy, he's actually on YouTube, and he's also on SoundClick. He does his thing all around the, the country. And uh, this this track, it really spoke to me to a point of which where we're starting to think, when it comes down to 20 years from now, you have artists that do not have the longevity bug. You have artists that just pretty much have that one hit record, and then they're done. But we're thinking when it comes down to this song, I want to be able to perform this 20 years from now. And I want it to be where this is actually, this is where, for us, this song is a song between us and the fans. This is something that is our own intimate conversation between the two of us. It's where it's saying, if you all love me so much, and y'all love everything that I've done for y'all, and y'all love me as much as I love you or even more, and I can guarantee that if you don't love me more than I love you, and all I ask for you to do is just follow the orders that I'm giving you while I'm here up on this stage. Next Legacy. 